Hey, just a little quick note before we get started with the real roundtable. There is some significant spoiler talk of uh, Looper specifically. Um, it's 10 years old, so we kind of went with the decision to run with it. But just in case you're out there, I've never seen it, but I know the big thing. But if you're there, um, we're going to talk about Looper in this episode. Um, so be warned, be warned. Outside of that, enjoy the roundtable. We probably also spoiled The Sixth Sense and some other movies, too. But Looper was the one that started the discussion. So there we go. Enjoy. Can we do a formal introduction here? Who gives a fuck? You're the bad guy, right? Jesus Christ, Alice, these people are going to kill you. Tell them you don't know me. Lena at Multipest, you know it's Multipest. Lena with Alice, my wife, we're newlywed. Just bed. You know how it is. Bump into each other, sparks happen. Yeah, she knows it's a Multipest. Yeah. Let's take a look at your life. You're a killer. You're a junkie. Fucking child mentality. What's my, my life, save your life? You're asking me how? Why? Why would someone sacrifice their life? Why would someone waste their Cut your high and mighty bullshit. I don't need my life. Shut your fucking job No, I'm talking to here myself. Anyway, we're in love. Now, this being the 90s, you can't just walk up to a guy and smack him in the face. You gotta say something cool first, you know what I mean? What sets off the metal detectors first? The lead in your ass or the shit in your brains? We to the coast, we get together, have a few laughs. Dead, dead, baby. Dead, dead. This morning was the first morning that I can remember that I didn't open my eyes and feel sadness. It's another miracle! I want to talk about time travel shit. Because if we start talking about it, then we're going to be here all day talking about it, making diagrams with straws. Hey, And welcome, 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 welcome to the podcast that does, I think what it says in the tin, it's best film ever. My name's Ian. I'm Liam. And I'm Ethan. And though it's the second one we've recorded tonight, George yeah. is gone, so for this portion it's a boys night! Boys night! <laughs> boys night! Yeah, <laughs> the boys. boys! Ethan, have you seen the boys? Yeah, I watched the finale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll oh, talk about that off mic. Yeah, don't talk about it to me. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I'm watching it. Yet. It's still fresh, man. Yeah, you can't do that. Mm. So, what we're going to do here is you've 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 hopefully hit play. You're aware of what we're doing here, but we're going to be looking at the career of Bruce Willis, uh, someone whose career we found out just a couple of months ago has tragically had to be um, retired, cut short, yeah, cut yeah. short of what we would all want. Um, because he's suffering from a degenerative um brain disease. I think is the best way to put it, isn't it? Yeah. What's it called? Yeah. Aphasia. Aphasia. Yeah. Yeah. Aphasia. Yeah. So something I hadn't heard about before. Before Bruce had it, I'm gonna call him Bruce because I, I like to think we're on first name basis. But um, if you're listening, Bruce, g'day. It's weird because <laughs> usually actors get to a certain part and they just sort of fade away. They just stop doing movies. And that wasn't Bruce. Bruce was going for it like like gangbusters all the way through to the end. And he's been um, he's been up near the top of his game for the majority of his run. And he he never should have been there in the first place. No, no, it was it was a happy accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so some directors have said he's really easy to work with. Some directors have said he's a nightmare to work with. And we're going to talk a little bit about about Bruce's entire run, at least as far as our knowledge. Of it is so we, we've gathered. We give him the the, the, the real roundtable treatment. Um, you know, he joins the luminaries such as Tom's, both Hanks and Cruz. Yep, Nicole Kidman, 
Yeah. Um, Both Nicole and Kidman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of anybody else who we've given the 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 actor spotlight to. It's not many. Robin Williams. Robin Williams was, was, was of course the first one. Yeah. 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 So yeah. yeah. So um, but definitely a, a huge array of work. And uh, when I came down to my list, I hadn't seen as many as I first had. Maybe in jumping in, I bet you you've mm. seen more than anybody else. Liam. Yeah, I have, but. Um, I have to say, the last ten years of movies of his probably yeah, not. Under the radar. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot he's done, but very few I've seen. So, what is it we ask? Cause we 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 come in here with nothing. I basically told before we went on, guys. Here's a little sneak sneak behind the. Uh, behind the curtain i said to the guys here's roughly what i think we're gonna do we're gonna do a little <laughs> bit of an intro and then we're gonna go through the filmography and then we're gonna talk about our our our, our, our numbers our ratings all that fun stuff our typical format yeah but there were no talking points we sort of came up with so i said i was gonna sort of throw this but what is it about bruce willis that works that doesn't work that sort of how did he end up being so big what is it about him well in the early days he was a tv star wasn't he Moonlighting, wasn't it? Moonlighting, yeah, which I hadn't seen until after Die Hard and all that stuff. And Blind Date and uh, Bonfire of the Vanities, Death Becomes Her. I hadn't watched it until Hudson Hawk and all them sort of things. I hadn't seen Moonlighting until about 15 years ago. I don't know. And I watched I've the never whole seen series all the way oh, through. Really? I have to say, the first few seasons, brilliant. Because that's like the... Um, it's the world they're Love, they're Ross and Rachel, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then when they finally get together, just they need to end it. But they end up bringing new characters. That's the hard part. Is once you get them together, what do you do? Because you can't keep telling, like holding it off on people. Yeah, well, he won't. Um, you know, you know they did it with Ross and Rachel for years. They did it with Pam and Jim for years on The Office. Yeah. Um, they didn't really play around with it as much with Leslie and oh no nope. Ben. Ben, thank you, Ethan. Yeah. Leslie and Ben. But, you know, this is kind of the rule of sitcoms is you got to get them together and then what do you do? Yeah. Because once they get together and then especially once you start having babies, I mean, that's that's the death knell yeah. typically for it lost a, a sitcom. It lost a spark, definitely. Yeah. Once they got together, because you want them to get together and yeah. there was that will they, won't they for the first few seasons and after that. Yeah. But his, his you, he showed his comedic um, chops in that. And he could be a, a leading man. But back then, TV stars weren't movie stars. You, you didn't cross over. They were two different, yeah. totally different worlds. And I think Die Hard, I mean, put him to that stratosphere. Um, but that had been kicking around Hollywood for years. I say years, probably two or three years. Yeah. Everyone in their dog had been, you know. Well, we covered it. Didn't we say that Johnny, oh, not Johnny Carson, uh, what's his name? Uh, Frank Sinatra had first rights on it or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Because he played the character from such. a book yeah in the so 60s he, so the, he had first read refusal for all future projects yeah yeah um but you know what i liked about bruce at the time is he wasn't known as a, as a, an action hero and our day action hero went bruce meant not uh, bruce sorry arnie, arnie Stone. you know his big bulky cigar yeah you know martial arts he was none of that jean claude yeah yeah he was he was none of that he was just quick-witted and funny, yeah. an everyday man. That's that. See, that to me, that's for for me is he's the everyman. Yeah, and yeah. where I think he loses it is when he stops being the everyman. Yes, exactly. And I think yeah. then audiences, when they can no longer see themselves reflected in Bruce, they stop going to these movies. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. A bit like Madonna herself. She was the every girl, wasn't she? Was she? Back in the day. Yeah, she was like the girl off the street. And then she suddenly became not the girl on the street. You know, it was her appeal was everybody could relate back in the day. Same with Bruce. You know, he was the every man that everybody could relate to. We would never relate to Arnie or Stallone. No, no, no. no. You know? No. Like although like although the they, say sl- they say Sly is very short. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was just bulky, though. But Bruce is short, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ethan, any thoughts you want to add in here? I, because I, I grew up, like, in the 2000s and, like, early 2010s before I probably knew about film. And my, my knowledge of Bruce Willis was mainly, like, the diehard stuff because that's always around and that was in pop culture and he kind of went into that macho man role but it wasn't like the stereotypical macho man role like you saw with Sylvester Stallone and Schwarzenegger it was just this it was just a guy and I I knew him more as just oh he's the face on like the exploding poster of this this summer or whatever and then as I get older you sort of learn more about his old like his older stuff and like there's a I think my main knowledge was Expendables Okay. Die Hard and Sixth Sense. Sixth Sense, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, yeah. We'll get I there. Went over the hedge because I was I was a child. <laughs> Somebody ruined that for me. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't get the chance to watch Sixth oh, Sense. Clean. No, that, no. That, really, um, that really bugged me. Yeah, that was. Uh, I was watching. I would have never seen that coming. I was watching late night. Yeah. Yeah, and it ruined it for me. I was like, "What?" And then I went and saw it with with, with my roommate. And we both had had it spoiled for us, but didn't sell the other one because we wanted them to have a good, clean watch. Oh, and it turns okay. out that, we yeah, both we both knew. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's take a walk through the film career of one Mr. Bruce Willis. Uh, we'll hit the stuff that we that we know about and the stuff that we don't. We won't because I'm not going to try and fake my way through it. <laughs> um, so um, is anybody going to lie and tell me they've seen the first Deadly Sin where he starred as man entering diner? Ethan would have seen this. Um, Commented he, on Reddit. When he wasn't yeah. born. And yeah, I saw he did an essay in, on it. He was uh, really glad to see Bruce Willis get his chance. <laughs> you know, I was the guy who gave him that role, actually. Uh. You know, I, I saw him walk and I was like, you're going to be a movie star, kid. <laughs> hey, kid. <laughs> um, the verdict, we're getting an uncredited role. So the first credited role, Blind Date in 1987. So his first film is 1980. He gets a small taste of another uncredited role in 82, extras sort of parts, but then gets a name part in 1987 in Blind Date. Have you seen this, Lynn? I have. Kim Basinger. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. So this Walter Davis, is he playing like, is he like a lead role? Is he like a... Yeah. He, okay. he basically goes after, oh, I haven't watched it for years and years and years, but basically I think he goes on this blind date and that goes terribly wrong. And it's just a shenanigans movie where things just go completely wrong. And then they, it's, it's a blind date that doesn't go well. He doesn't, um, I don't think she, she he's in, she's impressed by him or something like that. Um, I don't know if they get together at the end. I can't really remember. I've only ever watched it once, and that was probably in my late teens. So that had been like mid to late nineties. Okay. Um, sunset. No, no. Nope. Uh, I'm looking down. This is uh, d- Die Hard. I've I heard. Of, I've re- heard of this one. Don't remember that one. I've heard of this one. I, was... I think this is flown <laughs> on the radar for me. Now we've done a full review. We did it as our Christmas episode last year. Uh, I think mm. we settled with... Where do we settle? Was Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yeah. Is that what we said? I, I, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, 
I flip flop, uh, flip flop <laughs> back and forth on that. Um, so we, we did go on about it for like two hours. Um, but in short, I mean, this is coming out party that the number of people who turned this down that oh. finally paved the way for him to get, to get his yeah. in there. And he's still doing moonlighting. He's still doing moonlighting and was trying to do both at once and was working some rough hours. He was doing a Michael J. Fox, wasn't he? Yeah. Michael J. Fox. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, there's lots in there. Um, a movie that probably has no right to be as good as it is, although I do like trapped hostage movies. It's kind of a guilty pleasure of mine. Yeah, Passenger Fifty Seven, for instance, oh, love film. that film. Yeah, me too. Um, so you put that in there. I think it's generally a positive uh, experience. Um, of course, you've got Snape himself, whose name just escapes me for some reason. Oh, right Alan now. Rickman. Thank you, Alan Rickman, um, who's great as a counterpoint, and we introduced the world to both of these. So it felt fresh. It felt new. This is not some, yeah. some, another retread. Who Arnie's? Who's Arnie playing this time? It had something of merit to it. What did I see with Carl in it? The long blonde-haired guy. I saw mm. something with him recently, and he plays a conductor in something, and he's conducting the music of what we hear in Die Hard. Oh, is it really? Yeah, and this is oh. done like two years previous before Die Hard. I can't remember what it was now, but he played Conductor. Oh, it's gone. Anybody out there who knows, please, you know. Uh, moving on to In Country. No one's seen that, I'm assuming. Nope. No. Look who's talking. Probably the first thing I ever saw him in without realizing it was him. Well, yeah, it's just the voice, wasn't it? Um, I'll tell He's you what. funny in this. Charming. Very charming. Yeah. A really charming... You know, John Travolta and Kirstie Alley do kind of the heavy lifting. But their dynamic with... They had a really good chemistry, really those two. Good chemistry. And then Bruce know, Willis just comes to the sound booth, and with the child actor they have, it just works. There's a, I read a bit in a paper recently about um, John Travolta coming forward and talking about Bruce, and he said there was one moment when Bruce came to uh, John, and he said... Uh, you're the comeback kid. He said, and I'm, I'm always rooting for you. He said, whenever you do something, I'm right there behind you. And Travolta really took that personally and was like, you know, that means a lot. Yeah. Because he'd been written off so many times. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And the fact that they've worked together on two or three movies. Yep. Is, mm-hmm. is astounding really. And that's a testament to their friendship. Yep. Uh, a lot of humor. If you haven't seen this, it's just, he's just doing a voiceover of basically we can hear the baby's inner monologue. Yeah. <laughs> and so whenever the parents are like, come on, you want to eat this, don't you? Or did you just talk? Do you just talk? Is it? Like, no, I'm talking just to hear myself speak. One of my favorite lines in the first one is when they're at this uh, place and there's this lady who's quite buxom. <laughs> okay. And uh, he looks around and he goes, are you thinking what I'm thinking? And then Bruce Willis of the voice go, lunch (laughs) (laughs) i i have not seen this in easily 25 maybe 30 years oh it's a good little it's a good little movie i like it it's no it's a guilty pleasure you know know what i remember i remember there's like a nosy mother-in-law yeah she's got a mom and the mom doesn't approve of john travolta is john travolta's character a cab driver driver yeah it's amazing what you remember yeah and she's an accountant isn't she sure isn't the whole opening sequence just like an egg like falling into it's, a, it's, it's like sperm. egg and sperm in it yeah, yeah. yeah round round get around yeah, i get, get around. around that's yeah, right wow around, round. and he's going come on guys over here yeah. Woo! i'm in i'm in <laughs> and it's like the spark and it's like yeah. <laughs> um i remember kirstie alley's character gets a splinter in her finger 
And so the mother, her mom's on the other side of the door waiting to come in, but she keeps hearing things and misinterpreting them as being sexual. <laughs> so she's like, get it out. It's too big. And, he's yeah. like, I'm trying. and then as he walks out, he just looks at her and like zips up. Like somehow he's aware <laughs> of what it sounded like. It was really funny. But as a kid, I think so I was like, oh, just be glad the kids don't understand this, this, this joke yet. And I think I was there ahead of where they thought I was going to be. Yeah. I think so. he was kind of playing um, a bit of a, a lad, a bit of a, not a slob as such, but he Tra- was... Who's this, Travolta? Yeah. He's trying to figure out who he is. Yeah. Because yeah. and, and, I think the whole family is like uh, accountants. Yep. And uh, so I think the mother thinks that, you know, they're above him. Yeah. But in fact, you know, he's willing to take on her child and become a family. And But, of course, that all comes out in the film. And then you're not hearing echoes. We ha- let's just play the hits one more time. Die Hard Two, followed by Look Who's Talking Two. So Die Hard Two, <laughs> I really rate Die Hard Two. I hadn't seen Die Hard Two. It was the last one of, a tr- of of the original trilogy that I watched, and I waited a long time to see it. Mm. So I was like, I saw three, I saw one. This is the order I saw them in, and then I just waited on two because I was like, I know where they get to, uh, but I waited a while, and I really liked two. I really liked two. Do you know what I think you like to? I think you like to because it's very carbon copy of the first. Yeah, he's right. He's but, in the, he's in an airport. But not, yeah, she's stuck in a place rather than being in a tower. It's a, it's a plane because it's because you you think after the first and second it goes different, doesn't it? Yeah, regards whether they're bad movies or good movies. I mean, the well, third one. It's also because you 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 lose her as a character. You do, you do. Yeah, Bonnie Bedelia. But yeah, um, I, I I've got a fondness for the second one. But I prefer one and three over all the rest. It'll go one, three, two for me. Uh, if I'm rating movies, I'm with you. Yeah. Just leave it hanging in the air there. Uh, Die Hard 2 is followed by Look Who's Talking To. So, Ethan, uh, little Mikey, played by Bruce Willis's voice, gets a sister, played by Roseanne Barr's voice. Yeah, which oh, is- my God great <laughs> but you have this like lovely beautiful little girl and then there's like grating persona yeah. i think i think it kind of works kind of works yeah. kind of works Has, doesn't have the same magic as the first no but it wasn't i mean the, you've seen the premise before yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. uh so, and i think the deal was the babies can understand each other even yeah. though there's no reason why they should because it's all internal monologue I love it when they go by like prams and stuff. And they go, hey, how you doing? Okay, I'll see you later. I'll see you in the sun pit. Yeah. And all them things. That's quite funny. Yeah, that's quite funny. So, yeah, if you like the first one, the second one's got more of the same. Yeah. And John Travolta does a, a nice little dance routine in the ball pit. Does he really? Yeah. He does like an, an Elvisy type thing. So I forgot that. Uh, moving on, The Bonfire of the Vanities, what I consider to be one of the worst movies or most disappointed I have ever been in a movie. That's I see Griffith, Tom Hanks. Yeah. Melanie Griffith, Bruce Willis, and I'm going, yes, please. Yeah. What a terrible film. Yeah, it was. I can't remember too much about it now because it is a one watch and done. Spoiler, I don't think I received a single vote from any of us, nope. any Patreon backers, nope. or anybody on Twitter nope. for this film. I think that says something. That did go on the bonfire. Because we saw, <laughs> we saw a breadth of options that did. did not come up. And some of them were like, what? <laughs> yeah, some of them were like, I've never heard of this. Yeah. The bonfire and the vanities did not make it. I was just bored. Mm-hmm. So that's about it. Uh, mortal thoughts, mortal thoughts. That rings a bell, but I can't remember anything about it. Well, I bet you remember about this. Hudson Hawk. Yeah. Love this movie. He's also credited with story by Bruce Willis for this. I really like it. 
I mean, I haven't watched it for years, but I remember fondly watching this. My mate hated it. It's a blind spot for me. So they're crooks and they break into places and steal stuff, but they don't use watches. They use singing. And there's one bit where oh, yeah. they're, they're in this museum, I think, and they go, would you like to swing on a star? Carry oh. moonbeams home in a jar. You'll What's, be happy there as you... And they're singing What's that a, from? Is that Bewitched? No, that's No, from, no, no, that's like an 80s... Yeah, I'm going to freeze time. Freeze time by putting her, your fingers her together. Her dad's like an alien. She yeah. speaks to... What is that? That's weird. And, the, and there's paint ladder, that, the paint on the, the ladder. Paint, the paint just like freezes and freezes. Time, yeah. And she looks and like shrugs. Her. Yeah, what Whoops. was that? I remember that. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm going to look that up. Yeah, we should. Moonbeams on the Yeah. But I remember that one scene I remember really, really well. Okay. Something to do with, uh, they go flying on Da Vinci's uh, flying apparatus that he he uh, constructed. Well, it's not what he did, but it's a drawing of what he did, and someone's made it, and they make getaways and stuff. But yeah, out of this world, it was out called. of this world. Yeah, of course it was. Wow, Evie, Harry. Uh, I want to say a name. No, hang on, not, 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 not quite, not quite. Uh, or e? I don't know, something like that. Yeah, I'll find it. But anyway, yeah, out of this world. Yeah, it was like a that. long distance marriage, and they <gasps> talked. Oh, jeez. What was that other thing of a robot, a young girl, but she was a robot trying to fit in family life? I'm not sure I know this one. Oh, Evie, very That's good. Sk- was it? Wow, very good. I don't know where that Scott came from. Scott was in that. Scott Bayo, yeah. yeah, Chachi, huh? Chachi. Is that who he was, Chachi? Yeah. yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> um, so there we go. Uh, let's move forward. Uh, Billy Bathgate. I don't know anything about that one. No, I don't know. The Last Boy Scout. Oh, I love this. Love The Last Boy Scout. Yeah. Is that one of the Waynes brothers with him? Yeah, Damon Waynes. Is that Damon Waynes? Yeah. I still remember, like, he's teaching them how to do, like... like The jig. Nah, he's teaching them how to do, like, trash talk. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, And yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. So maybe if I hit him with a surfboard, I can say, like, surf's up. And he's like, <laughs> you getting there. You getting there. Basically, it was like him doing a buddy cop movie. It was, oh, him, it was him doing the, the Die Hard formula and almost like taking Die Hard 3 out for a test run. Wouldn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Really, but as a standalone but movie, a, I really liked it. I wish they'd done another one. And he was like that um, rough, tough. He was the like grizzled old grizzled veteran old, who'd yeah, had enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Wayans is the young, young new. Clean cut. Yeah. You know, your suit. I really like Last Boy Scout. Yeah, I yeah. do. I do. Uh, it's 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 the pattern that's working. Bruce has established himself as a major action guy at this point, but all the credit to him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And really, really rated. Um, the player he played himself in a cameo, so never mind. Let's oh, love this. Death becomes her. Nineteen ninety two. Do you know what this got panned when it first came yeah, out? Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Me and my mate went to the cinema to see this. Right, opening weekend. There was me and him. There was a couple at the front and two girls behind us. That was it. Opening weekend, we went, mm, this isn't going down too well. But do you know what? We had a blast because we thought it was so funny. I remember this on, I think it was called First Choice at the time. It might have been called something else, but it was like our movie channel. He wasn't really the big star in that. Though. No, he's just. Goldie Hawn and Meryl Streep over uh, two, so, the, the steal the show. So, Ethan, um, yeah. Meryl Streep and Goldie Hawn are two characters who have had a ongoing, uh, frenemies would be the term they'd use now. Yeah, but basically they've been enemies since they were in school together, and Meryl Streep's the girl who got everything she always wanted to, and I think uh, Bruce Willis uh, was Goldie Hawn's 
boyfriend when they were in school but like he dumped her to be with Meryl Streep because Meryl Streep was prettier and as a result you know Goldie Hawn's character like eats like like cake topping yeah icing and just is surrounded by cats and then she shows up like years later like a knockout looks younger than everybody and Bruce Willis is like hey and then in an effort to try and counteract this um, Meryl Streep goes, gets this secret like invitation, and she gets to go to this place where basically you drink a potion and you have eternal life and eternal youth. Like it's like Holy Grail, isn't it? It's trying to find yep. the holy. Yeah, the holy but the, the 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 catch is you got to take care of your body. Yeah, because if you break your body, because you're you're immortal now, so if you break it, you're in some trouble. Yeah, and then everybody ends up getting so that then now she looks like a knockout too. And then the reveal is they've both been to the same woman. (laughs) And Bruce Willis is like oblivious to this all. And he's just stuck in this love triangle. And he keeps Uh thinking it's all miracles. Yeah. The great line (laughs) is, it's another miracle. And he plays like a loser. Like he's a loser. loser, Oh, he's so good in it. He is. He is. I wish I saw that now. Because I was looking through the list and it was was like a really low rating. And I was like, it was was panned. It was panned at the time. But actually, it's a little cult movie. And and, and the woman who like is like the little witch who runs. Is like it's Isabella Rossellini, yeah. Who's like you know the woman in Ross's list that he wants yeah. to put on. Yeah, yeah. And she's great in it, and even like when um, the the effects I thought for the time were brilliant. Yeah, yeah. When, they, when they like blow a hole in her and stuff, they, they start like fighting and like breaking into her's necks, but they're mortal, so they, they don't die. So their necks just swing around. No, I think it holds up. Yeah, it does. It does. It's a fun little Honestly, movie. Honestly, Ethan, you should watch it. It's good. I, oh, I'm gonna have to though. Yeah. Uh, what do we got next? Next, we've got. I'm trying to remember where I've put my uh, my answer sheets. I printed them out. I don't know what I've done with them. Have I have I thrown them on the floor? I will have to find that before we go ahead and do. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. I didn't know. Oh, oh yeah, no, they're right here. They're right here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm good. Uh, next up, we've got uh, loaded weapon. loaded weapon one, where he just does a, a cameo of his cameo. John McClane character. So that's fine. I like that's uncredited though, because that would have spoiled. Yeah, no, you need that. It's you, not enough of that in today's day and age. No, 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 no. Then you have striking distance, but then I think he's older than this when he does this every time. I, I'm surprised it's this early into his career because now he does Pulp Fiction. Yeah, striking And he's doing the whole bald head thing here. Yeah, he is, isn't he? And yeah. you don't really think of him because actually he's going to grow it back out again for a few movies still to come. Yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, but Pulp Fiction plays Butch Coolidge. Um, He's the reason why Pulp Fiction gets made. Who's it? When when he signs on, that uh, he gets the international. He sells the international distribution rights to a bunch of other companies and uses that money to finance his movie. And that's when um, Travolta was out of favor, wasn't he? And that's there we go. That was Travolta and 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 Bruce. Bruce trying to figure out what the next step is because I think he's trying to make himself a bit more of an actor. Yeah, Uh, but still kind of tough guy roles. And there's a point when you get to in Pulp Fiction um, where um because it's all very all over the place and then you get to bruce and you kind of park it with bruce yeah for a good chunk of time actually yeah. uh to be honest with you it's my least favorite part of the film is the bruce willis parts yeah. not because of bruce no i just think the story's not as fun no yeah because i'm really into john travolta and um Uma thurman not even Uma thurman i'm really into john travolta and, and samuel Sam jackson. jackson yeah, yeah. so you slow it down and it just it's really really dark compared to the rest of the film yeah like it's 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 really well performed and well done but it's crawling compared to all the fun that you've witnessed beforehand you're not wrong you're not wrong at all 
Good so, cast, though. Good cast. Good cast. Mm. And that'll be something we'll do, um, I'm sure we'll do on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Without a shadow. <laughs> it was almost really soon, apparently. Really? Georgia told me she almost picked it instead of Pan's Labyrinth. Wow. Yeah. wow. But she went, I thought you might have had it for something. I'm like, no, you're fine. But I'm totally cool with Pan's Labyrinth. So, yeah. Ah, uh, cool. So, there we go. Um, but it'll, it'll, it'll come up. I think we're sort of circling it at some course, point to do course. it. But I teach both films. So there we go. Uh, North. I've never seen North. Nope. I'm going to guess right. Ethan Silence, neither is he. Color of no. Night. Nope. Nobody's Fool. Nope. Was that? Hang on. Nobody's Fool. Was that? I don't know. Um, Paul Newman. Oh, maybe. Was he in that? I don't know. I don't know. It kind of rings some he said, bells. He said reaching for his phone. Nobody's fool. Nobody's fool. Nobody's fool. That's a different movie. Oh. Um, what year was it? 1994. No, what we were thinking then. Uh, yeah, I, it's a picture of Paul Newman. So yeah. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well done, you. Oh, it just came out of nowhere. Ninety-one percent Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. You can use a pick on it. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a sixty-year-old adult who loves her responsibility spends his time on production jobs, local bar. All of his changes when his estranged son visits him with his son. Ah. Hmm. Story about men. Yeah. Men, nice. men, 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 men. Oh, men, don't men. even. <laughs> Terrible show. Um, Die Hard with a Vengeance. Oh. What a reinvention of a of a, a story arc of and a, sh- a shame they didn't go. Hey, you should do stuff playing off people more often. You're really good at it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know because ever since then it's been like, no, make me Superman. Yeah, I'm like, oh. yeah. So I love this. He's Let me good. phrase this. I love the first half of this. Yeah, he's good with like um, ensemble because we all remember the first half of this movie. Yeah, when they're running around like doing like games. Yeah, it's great. And it's not until the second half, though, they split him and Samuel Jackson up. Yeah. And it's like, it starts to drag a it bit. It hasn't got the sense of urgency nah, it misses anymore. It. It misses yeah. it. You need that body cop. Because they, they work great together. Yeah, they were great. And so it's the minute they split dialogue. up, you're like, I miss what, I miss what was there. Yeah. Um, but we've done a whole episode. If you like the sound of that, go look it up in our archives. Die Hard with a Vengeance. One of the very, very, probably in our first 20. Was it? Yeah, it was one of the first so anniversary far. ones that I that I'd paid attention to. Wow. Yeah, and put on there. It's easily... It's easily in the top 25, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or first 25, I should say. It's right around Gladiator. They're around the same time. Um, Four rooms. Are you not entertained? (laughs) Four rooms. I'm just seeing Bruce Willis doing that now. (laughs) Four rooms. Haven't seen it. Uh, 12 Monkeys. God, that was a hard watch. I didn't get it. I didn't either. I'll admit that. It's just not. I I tried. I walked. Brad Pitt's in that too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't get it. Did not get it. I struggled. Yeah. Maybe I haven't watched it for so long. Maybe if I watch it now, maybe I'd I might have picked it up halfway through. I might have. I don't know what the deal oh, was, but know. whatever I saw, it did not make me go. Oh, let me go back to the start and see this, no, please. No. So I know people out there who love this movie. I'm really sorry. Was it's that, just not my thing. And he was going sci-fi for a bit there. Was that the um, Monty Python guy? Yeah, Terry Gilliam. No, is it really? Was that him? Yeah. 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 Probably why. <laughs> Last Man Standing. Anybody know about this? Oh, it's a depression thing. What was it? Okay. Yeah. Um again i watched it a long time ago i kind of liked it i think but i don't remember too much about it um i knew it was during the i can't remember if he was a cop who goes around getting somebody or whether he's the criminal and he's being chased i can't remember okay but i don't know if he's the last cop standing or whether he's the last gangster stand i don't know oh it's uh gunslinger and the irish and italian mafia and yeah cool yeah i can't remember too much about it but that's yeah uh ethan i have seen it 
Um, I don't know why I said your name. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting tired too. Yeah, I'm getting tired. Uh, Beavis and Butthead do America. I really like this film. It was a fun film. Boobs. Beavis and Butthead, very specific time. I, I wasn't a fan of the Beavis and Butthead show. It was, I, it was around. I sort of watched a little bit. About as much as I would have watched Ren and Stimpy. Like, it was around. Didn't the Chili's do a song from that? Yeah, probably. Share. Uh, Thank you, remember. Share. Yeah. Share. There was a big thing with Share and Beavis. There was, yeah. Or Butthead. I don't know which one's which. Yeah, me either. Um, but not my kind of thing. It's not my thing, but I enjoyed the movie. I remember really enjoying the movie because it was more than just on your couch. It actually made them go do things. Yeah. And that, that's kind of what we call a plot. So <laughs> I was on board with that. Um, but I don't remember Muddy Grimes. I watched it literally once. Went, that was better than I expected it to be and never watched it again. Yeah, I, I don't remember seeing it. Fifth Element didn't get it. Oh, I love this Oh, movie. really? Okay. Yeah, Fifth Element is great. It's, go ahead and talk about it. It's like... Luke Besson, Bess, Luke Besson yeah. yeah, Luke Besson, the French guy, brilliant. Yeah. yeah, I when I first watched this, I didn't get it. Visually, that was like, wow. See, that's me, isn't it? I'm not, I'm not a, yeah. I didn't get it. And then the second watch, because I, I got halfway through it, I think. And then I started watching it on one of the terrestrial channels. And I went, do you know what? This is quite funny. And it's got Lee Evans in it. And Lee Evans oh, is... Yeah. It's so funny in it. So see Lee Evans alongside Bruce Willis, you know, having his little comedy role. And Chris Rock, I think, is in it. No, Chris Tucker. Okay. Yeah. Chris Tucker, Tucker is brilliant. Oh, Luke Perry as well. Sorry? Luke Perry as well. Luke Perry, uh, like. Yeah, I think so. Oh, I got to do a, yeah. I got to do a clear for takeoff of one of these young people on Beverly Hills Island Two One Zero. Yeah, I love Beverly Hills Island Two It's great, isn't it? But yeah, Fifth Element. I, I Mila Jovovich, brilliant. Um, I quite like that whole. I got that um, uh, Blade Runner feel about it. Yep. Yeah, it's like a more but a more fun colorful Blade Runner. It's a, yeah. I, mean, I remember the box art really carefully, but yeah, mm. yeah. Um, it's the only Luc Besson film that I actually like because all the ones I've seen, I I think are terrible. What you don't like Transporter? I haven't seen Transporter. <laughs> I've seen Lucy and I've seen Valerian, and I never finished Leon. Leon's brilliant. oh Leon's Leon's like the one he's known yeah. for. Yeah. You finished, hang on, you finished Valerian. But you didn't I saw finish that one Leon. in the Senate when I was still I, when I was in uh, college, uh, sixth form or whatever. I was doing little. Uh, this is before you were a student it. at a Cambridge University. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had I I got to review films for like a student magazine thing, and I had to see Valerian. And I quit had, had, soon after. Had to is the right word, I think. There, yeah. Chase. But Leon, you gotta give that. But go. Leon, I've never oh, seen it. But Riley Portman is a young. I've never seen it, but I'm not going to stop halfway through and like go away. I wasn't it's, even. I stopped halfway through. It's I think I got him, like man. ten minutes in, and I think I, got, I had to go and do something, and uh, I never picked it up again. Um, it's good. It's good. It's very highly regarded. I know that yeah. Jackal. Oh yeah, got a great cameo with uh, Jack Black in this. Oh really? Yeah. Ninety-seven. Wow. Yeah. Really? Good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He plays. Well, Bruce is the Jackal, and he's looking for a gun, and Jack Black's the guy who's selling the guns. And um, he goes, oh, this has got all such great aims and this, 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 and this. And he's showing him everything. Uh, and then he ends up shooting him. <laughs> what, Bruce oh, shoots Jack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so good. All right. Good time, though? Yeah, Just yeah. Just a fun it's... little action film? Well, it's based, based, loosely based on true. Okay. You know, but yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, I, 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 I liked it. 
It was different. It's a different role that you wouldn't imagine Bruce in because obviously he's not a good guy in this. Sure. Mercury Rising? Seen it, but I can't remember it. Okay. Is that the one with the little kid in it? I don't know. That he's God Protect. I can't remember. Uh, while I'm looking that up, oh, should I go? Oh, I'll go ahead and look it up, see if it's there. What's that? I'm just looking at Mercury Rising to see if there's a little kid in it. Um... Something in the depths of yeah, my Yeah, he's protecting the kid on the box art. <laughs> 21% yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes. How do I remember shit like that? 21% on Rotten yeah, Tomatoes. Like, this, is, this is a Leah movie if I ever saw one. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, God, uh, it's got Peter Stormare. Made 93.1 million at the box office. That's probably... Yeah, that's how we're losing money. Do you know what one of my favorite my movies is right now? The Debt Collector. And the Debt Collector 2 on Netflix. If anybody watches them, it's brilliant. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about Armageddon. Oh, don't want to miss a thing with that. What film. a big summer movie this was! I love this movie. A long summer movie. This was. I remember this summer. Yeah, vividly. We went and saw it. Uh, this was like my first year out of like um, when I say high school. I mean like it'd be like out of college here, like eighteen, nineteen. Yeah, yeah. Go into the movies with your mates, big old group of your mates, freedom, independence, yeah. all that stuff. And so this is like where my kind of adulthood sort of movie going experience sort of begins and what a what a fun movie it is and there's so many different characters that's why i think you kind of like it yeah um i guess they're ensemble but i think he's clearly number one oh, a. He's, yeah, he's, he's one a though yeah, like he's the main guy he's the main guy definitely i mean i i didn't see this at the cinema i was working at mcdonald's at the time and my mate carlos he was like dude have you seen armageddon i was like no he went well i bought it on vhs you've got to watch it I was like, all right, dude, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll give it a watch. No, you don't understand. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean I don't understand? Right. He says, I'm giving it to you now. He says, you've got to watch it without any breaks. You're not going to the loo. You're not going for something to eat. You're not turning it off. You're not doing anything else. Shut the curtains, sit in the dark and watch it. And he, <laughs> and he was being adamant about it. And yeah. do you know what? I was, it was, I'm so glad I did. Yeah. But he said, I got so invested in the story. But I wish I'd gone to the cinema to see it. That's a lot of fun. But it's one of them ones that just missed me. I thought I almost got thrown out of the cinema for it. Really? Why? There's the whole movie long. There's his buddy, Harry Stamper's buddy, his number two. I like A really vanilla guy. And the whole movie's been about him trying to reconnect with his son. Yeah. And when he's up on the space shuttle, he's like, oh, it's that man, mommy. And he's like, that's not just a man. That's your daddy. Yeah. And he gets home and they, spoilers, they, they live. (laughs) <laughs> well most of them and they and they get home and out of nowhere the kid comes running from behind someone into the frame and he was so meek around him and now he's like running towards his daddy with his arms open the slow-mo running the hug because he just saved and the world i just like pissed myself laughing because i'm just going that's not how kids would act you'd be all no. shy and meek and you know <laughs> yeah. he's just some guy who you referred to as that man yesterday yeah and now you're like running arms open let me hug you it was just it was the most michael bay thing in a movie full of michael bay things it's very oh, michael yeah. bay and i don't mean that in a, like, this is like the best michael bay i think there's been yeah i really like this movie and I always forget the rock i was compl- oh the rock they're, okay yeah, they're yeah. both so much but they're both fun. there's a lot of fun i mean as much yeah. fun as we had with uh the rock i think we'd have a similar time with this it's yeah. a long movie yeah. but it'd be good and it's got some serious so moments and billy bob thornton's really good it's probably the best thing Liv tyler's ever done yeah yeah, yeah. i also like um steve buscemi steve buscemi's great in it yeah 
Yeah, because they make you... Th- oh, yeah. I, oh, I just wanted to feel the massive power between my legs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the Russian who comes out of nowhere in the third act. I want to go home. Russian parts, yeah. American parts, yeah. all made in Taiwan. You know how to fix. <laughs> he starts my dad was a, was a massive Aerosmith fan, so like every summer he just put it on solely so he could hear Don't Want to Miss a Thing. You- so my memory of that film is mainly Aerosmith. Do you know what's clever about that, though? What? I loved that in the t- in the movie, it's Bruce Willis she's talking to on the screen. But in the video, in the video it's, it's, it's dad. It's Steven, Steven Tyler. Tyler. Yeah. Um, yeah, he got uh, he wasn't going to do it, and then he got brought to set, and it was that scene they were filming. And was when they filmed that scene, he agreed to, to, to like, the, the soundtrack's like, like half an Aerosmith album. I had. Like, a- they cover, like, ZZ Top, LaGrange. They cover, like, Helter Skelter. They're, they're all over that thing. I had a moment at uh, Wembley Stadium uh shortly after that that came out yeah and i went to see aerosmith and i was literally like five people deep from the front and um that was the old wembley stadium with the towers well that got knocked down and rebuilt yep and um aerosmith were top line in the the gig and uh i remember they'd just done love in an elevator which is it's really everyone's sort of moshing and then they play this song and that was back in the days when people had lighters, yeah. not phones. Yeah. yeah, I was so moved by you could hear a pin drop because that was a big hit. Yeah, and I remember, I remember turning around, not looking at Aerosmith to look at the audience. Yeah, seventy-five thousand people just waving these lighters up in the air. Yeah, ladders look oh, way. It ladders mo- look way better. I will never phones. forget that. It moved me. Um, did you know that? Uh, oh, you know. I mean, of course, you know. But, like, I don't want to miss a thing, at least in North America. Aerosmith's first number one hit. Really? And they didn't write it. I didn't know that. Oh, did you not know that? No. No, it's that professional songwriter. What's her name? She writes... She's written- Kathy Dennis? No, 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 no. Bigger than that. Uh, she's, like, the, like, number one royalty getter in, like, oh, in like music. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't want to miss a thing. Yeah, um, like she's written like a bunch of stuff for like just general pop stars and things like that. Uh, I don't want to miss a thing written by. Come on, tell me who it's written by. Uh, Diane Warren. Diane Warren. Oh. Yeah, she brings home like well over a million dollars a year just in royalties. Oh, she's like incredible. she's just yeah. She's a hit making machine. Hit making machine, and yeah. just you know, I wonder if for Aerosmith it's like you get this giant thing, and of course you're you're thrilled, but in yeah. the same breath, like you've written like living on the edge, you've written sweet emotion, yeah, you've crazy, crazy, uh, dream on, yeah, you know what I mean, like like massive songs, sweet emotion, yeah, sweet emotion, yeah, like yeah. It's like huge, like I love me some Aerosmith, me too, and then. uh yeah, and then so I, I like nineties Aerosmith, late eighties, mid eighties, late eighties, nineties Aerosmith. I'll go as More. far as I'll go as far as Jaded. Yeah, but and I then, I and like then I stop. Early, I'm not a big fan of the early, early stuff. No, uh, like no, late seventies stuff. No, but I'm also not a fan of the stuff they did like post two thousand, where it's yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. They go, like I do oh. like I do like Pink though. Pink's a good song. I don't know. Pink is my favorite color. Oh, you sing this a lot, but Pink I've never. Pink yeah. is like red, but not quite. All right, let's move beyond. Uh, let's go um, The Siege. I don't know that. No, I don't know. Breakfast of Champions. I don't know that. The Sixth Sense. Never heard of this one. Yeah. Um, I, this, like, this, puts, <sighs> this puts Shyamalan on the map. Really. They put Shyamalan on the map. I hear that when you watch this, you 
I, I like a lot of films or things where you have a reveal and you go, can't you can only have one time where you watch it. I think there's some films where you prestige, for example, you can watch it twice, where you can watch it twice, and, and you can, you can get something out of it. I think this is one of them because yeah, yeah, then you yeah. see oh, everything yeah. and all the breadcrumbs they dropped, yeah. and you went, how? No, theoretically, if you didn't know, yeah, yeah, yeah. How did I not see this coming? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. clever, clever. My my world was shattered. Props to Haley Joel Osment for what he was, at least in that moment. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he holds his own. That, that movie needs him. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the story of us don't know it. The whole nine yards. Oh, my I God. I wanted to like this film so much because I th- want to be Chandler Bing and Matthew Perry and all things. Is this his vehicle to try and... This is them into this is them trying to make Matthew Perry a film. No, they tried yeah, a, few, yeah. a, a few different like, three to tango was one of them. Like there was Does a few. Use this to get him into France. Uh, no, no, no. It was friends. kind of a, it was kind of a payback thing. So like he got uh, in there. So upon meeting yeah, him, there yeah, was yeah, a yeah. conversation made or a bet made or something that would get Bruce Willis into uh, into that. Yeah. So I'm just going to respond here to to Julian. Keep going. I saw this like pop up when I was looking through films and I was like, oh, okay. Matthew Perry, like peak friends time, Bruce Willis when he's on the up and up. I'll see what this is like. And I said, I was like, okay, I watched the trailer first. Cause it had like terrible ratings. I don't, that was a slow two minutes for me. Like I, I the, didn't, I didn't watch this. Oh my God. I didn't even, was this I finished. From- no, the whole nine I, yards. I, oh, didn't, okay. yeah. I, did, I didn't, I didn't watch. Oh, I wanted to like it so much. Trailers I've ever seen. It's rough yeah it's rough it was it was a good idea let's have matthew perry play you know kind of awkward kind of matthew perry type guy you know and then he's in over his head with like this mob sort of story i was gonna say i was gonna do the mob yeah uh but um yeah villain henchman guy that i gathered from the trailer oh my god it's like his his dialogue is like too two milliseconds out of time of what he should be because bruce willis will be like oh you think you're tough and you'll get like pause pause i'm the toughest thing that's ever happened here and i'm like none of this is is entertaining whatsoever and it just it felt so it felt terrible even like from the outset of a trailer i've never had the inclination to watch it um oh is there, did they do a, do a follow-up yeah the whole 10 yards <laughs> yeah again never Never, never thought about it. Yeah. Um, I can see what they were going for. It probably should have worked if you look at it from a distance, but it yeah. just didn't. Sometimes the chemistry's not there, and this is one of them. And I, yeah. They didn't have chemistry. Um, the kid? Do you know what? It's not a film I would go, I want to watch that. It's on Disney Plus, I know that much. But I yeah. stumbled across it one day, yep. and that were not a bad little movie. Again, it was a shocker thing. If I'm telling this right, I think that's what it was. He, he sees his younger self. He and his younger self interact. I know that yeah. much. Yeah. And he's trying to, he's not in a very good place as an adult. And I think he's trying to coax his younger self into being positive. By showing the younger self his positivity, he's getting positive back in his life, I think. Mm-hmm. And he, I don't think he knows that's him. Okay. Uh, from what I saw. Um, but I stumbled across it, and I remember thinking, wow, that wasn't too bad. I remember that feeling, but I just don't remember really what happens. I just remember that there was him and the younger self, and I think it was, I think it was a life lesson thing. But yeah. Um, yeah. It's one that I saw, and I was like, oh, I don't mind seeing it. It's never around it. Unbreakable. I went around to seeing this. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. 
Slow burn. It was a slow burn. Slow burn, and I think he plays a very dull character. He does. Because like, it's not really about him in this film, despite the fact that he's like the poster boy. But he, unfortunately, we're aligned to him, even if yeah. we're not, even if we don't have any allegiance to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm just like, all right. And like, the, the idea that the guy never had understood, like, have I ever called in sick ever? Like, how do you not know this? You, you'd know that. You'd know this. You would, you would. Your boss would have gone, you know, you've never called in sick. Or his wife would have gone, you never get sick. And if you had fell off something and not broken anything, you'd, you'd remember you'd, that. You'd know, wouldn't you? Yeah. So um, this is when, uh, you know, M. Night Shyamalan starts getting hit with this idea that, oh, this is all you do. All you do is twists. Yeah. You know, Willis is Willis. fine. He's not He's not great. He's not terrible. But the, film, the script doesn't really give him a whole lot to do in the way the character's written. Yeah. This is Sam Jackson's movie. Yeah, it, really it is Sam is. Jackson's movie. I yep. do have a story about this, actually. Um, in 2002, I went, me being naive as I am, 22-year-old, I jump on a plane and go to Hollywood. I'm going to be an actor. <laughs> and I do these um, acting courses. How did it work out for you? Uh... Yeah, well, you know, it was all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I ran out of money and came on. You've been, yeah, you've been in more movies than I have, buddy. Um, and I, but while I was over there, I was doing this acting course um, in Burbank. And I met this lad. He was like six foot high school jock type. You know, he was the all-American conquering hero. Yep. You know? Really, really lovely guy. Can't remember his name right now. Um, but he was a really lovely guy. And one thing I remember about him is we went bowling and his fingers were so big, he couldn't get his fingers in the bowling balls <laughs> that he would actually just hold the balls and throw them as they were. Wow. He was, he was, yeah. Well, actually, he was in Unbreakable. How was he? Yeah, as an extra. Okay. And they were known as the kissing couple. So there was him outside the stadium. You know when he's sort of walking around in his long yep. Mac and everything? There's, um, and they're being spoken to. Uh, there's a couple that are kissing behind him. He's the, he never met the girl. They were just said extras, you know, would you mind getting right, together right, right. and just being two single guys, uh, people? And um, yeah, so him and this girl start getting, they said, I was known as the kissing couple in Unbreakable. And I was yeah. like, I don't remember that. But I went back and watched it, and I went, "Oh yeah, there he is." There you he's go. Only, he's yeah. only like a little bit in the background, you know. It's not like, but if you know him, you know him. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Um, oh, I don't know. Bandits. I quite like this. Okay, I've never heard of it. So, Bruce Willis, Billy Bob Thornton, and Rennie Rousseau. Sounds good. Yeah, they're bank robbers. Oh, it sounds fun. Yeah, and it's just like a little. It's not um anything. Uh. It's not going to win any Oscars. It's just a little fun little movie. <laughs> <laughs> but I quite liked it. Well, there we go. Let's see. Uh, yeah, 64%. It's totally reasonable. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it sounds decent. I never watched it once, but I remember thinking, yeah, it's all right. No free options to watch in the UK, folks. Sorry about uh, that. Uh, moving on to Hearts War. I remember this being a thing. I've seen the poster for it. I can see him in the poster. I haven't seen it. haven't seen it. Ethan? No. Okay. No. Grand Champion? No. Uh, Tears of the Sun. What about the Crocodile Hunter? Oh, he's the executive. Producer. He's just executive producer. He wasn't in it. Tears of the Sun feels uh, like feels like a military film. If yeah, I want to say correctly, yeah. I remember having something in his ear or something. I think I've seen it. I don't really remember too much about it. 
Tears of the Sun. Jeez. Uh, I can tell you it was 33% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. And I can tell you it was indeed a military film. Yeah, there we are. So there we go. Yeah. Um, what do we have here? Rugrats Go Wild, where he played Spike. I hated Rugrats. This is, this is like my era of oh, oh, Bruce Willis. All right, let's hear your film criticism on Rugrats Go Wild. It's a masterpiece. It's the but no, I've I could not remember this because I would have been like a lit. I would have been a Rugrat when I saw this. Like, oh, so you do blend. remember? Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember every single frame of this to eidetic memory. Wasn't so like when is- you watched uh, Harry Potter and were like, "Oh, I can't believe it! They've put these characters I've love on screen. What <laughs> yeah. an accomplishment this is!" <laughs> and those characters I loved were the signs of towns. Um, no, it's it's Rod Grant. It's just a stupid fun movie. Like it's like a stupid kids movie. Yeah, I think kids movie. You went you went with fun for a minute there, and I was like, no. yeah. I was- I- Charlie's Angels Full Throttle. I don't even know which one this is. Is that the second one? It's definitely the second. It is, it's definitely not the first one. I'll say that much. Is it's that the one where they're all in the leather? Guy, I don't watch from... either of them. This had no appeal for me. No, but you know what? Weirdly enough, I like the new one. Oh, the um with Kristen Stewart. Yeah, yeah. I'll just say this about I Full Throttle: like four point nine on IMDb <laughs> and forty one percent on uh, on the Rotten Tomatoes. Isn't that got um, him out of Back to Future in it? Crispin Glover, very good yeah. as Thin Man. Yeah, he's the <sighs> evil guy. It's got Bernie Mac. I love Bernie Mac. <laughs> uh, yeah, not my style. Uh, I don't know who he played. Is Bernie Mac, the guy out of um, Thing with Arnie, the Christmas thing. Bernie Mac is. Um, do you remember? Um, Don't um, mention any American TV things. Do you remember, I won't remember. Do you remember Ocean's Eleven? Oh yes, I remember that. <laughs> do you remember the guy who gets fired from being a blackjack yes, dealer? Yeah, is like yeah, this because yeah, I'm black? Yep, yep. Bernie Mac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bernie yeah. Mac's great. I thought he's gonna go because George is the one who goes to the American TV yeah. things. I'm like, oh. I could go. He had a show. He was in America called the Bernie Mac Show. Yeah, I wouldn't know. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Uh, the whole ten yards, of course, the sequel to the whole nine oceans yeah. 12 played himself in a cameo nothing to talk about no. hostage no, i don't remember that sin city one i've never seen so mickey uh, rourke i think is in that as well yeah it's a very uh, it's an art like an artistic frank like, miller is that frank, frank yeah, miller it's, 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 it's very much like for 300 except for like, like, like modern times thing, yeah, yeah. This is like the early days when comic book movies really become like them because it's like this and Watchmen that like oh we can do like gritty yeah. adultish yeah uh, comic book films I think he's great it's a really it's because it's all in black and white I, so I can see the poster like it's very noir inspired yeah. as well yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Jessica Biel I want to say yes I think so yeah. yeah yeah so it's one that's I've always meant to catch up on and as time goes away you just don't get around to it do you no. Mm. Uh, Alpha Dog? <laughs> what? Is that the one with Timberlake in it? Uh, it might be. Justin Timberlake. I've never seen it, but I think... Is he like... um? Does he go into prison? You're probably 100% right again. I don't know. I think he's the... You seem to remember things With all here. these tattoos, I remember Timberlake or something. Uh, Alpha Dog, Justin Timberlake's in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Emil, he's... Bruce is well, a little bit down the list, but yeah. Yeah. So there we go. Uh, lucky number eleven. That's Josh Hartnett. I don't think I've seen this one. I've seen Smoke and Aces. I haven't seen this. No, I don't think I've seen this. I think that's Josh Hartnett in it. Though. It sounds right. Yeah, on that one. Uh, sixteen blocks. People talked about sixteen blocks. People have submitted a list with sixteen blocks. I didn't even know it was a thing. I mm. thought John Cena. No, it's twenty-one rounds, isn't it? 
That's 12 rounds? 12 rounds, yeah, that one. Yeah. 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 That's 21 guns in it, the other one. <laughs> 21 Sorry. bridges? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's hard. Yeah, I haven't seen 16 blocks. Green Day wrote a song about 21 guns, I can tell you that much. Yeah. Uh, Ethan, here's more of your film criticism. Over the Hedge, buddy. Oh, this is this is like when DreamWorks says we did Shrek. Let's see if we can continue to make like we. It's it's low bar. What if their hits been Shrek, Kung Fu Panda? No, that's uh, that's Illumination. Oh, is it really? Yeah, um, DreamWorks is here to like Shrek, the Kung Fu Panda trilogy because that's actually really good. And uh, how to train your dragon? Those are, like the three really good ones, okay. and, like the early two D stuff. But no, this is this is this is like Gary Shandling playing a very awkward he- uh, turtle. Doesn't dude. Steve Carell play the uh, squirrel? Yeah, Steve Carell plays Chipmunk? like a squirrel, like a very ADHD squirrel. Yeah, his entire Hammy. thing is he screams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it once. It was okay. Yeah, it's it was okay. Hang on, I yeah, think. I I think- Alice and Janney's in it, I think. I think yeah. I get this mixed up with Madagascar. No. Oh, I forgot about Madagascar. Bunch of animals. For good reason. <laughs> um, fast Food Nation? Nope. Mm. The Astronaut Farmer? Nope. Hammy's Boomerang Adventure. It's a oh, short yeah. film. Yeah, what a great movie oh, that was. No. Uh, let's go to uh, Perfect Stranger, Planet no. Terror, Live Free or Die Hard. What a terrible film. Planet Terror. Wasn't that the um, Rodriguez... Uh, crossover with Tarantino. Yeah, it's the Grindhouse one. Oh, is it really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think. You see it? Is that the one where she's got a gun for a leg? Um, I, I know what you're talking about now, yeah. yeah. That, if that's that, then yes, I have, and I thought, what a part of... Uh, Planet Terror, I can verify, is the one where she's a gun for a leg, because <laughs> it's literally the, the, the movie poster. <laughs> oh, there we are. There we are, yeah. Robert Rodriguez, I think... I don't the really like weirdest that. stuff ever, or he makes spike It's not eligible, but it, but it is highly regarded. I yeah. like maybe I maybe I looked at. I didn't like Death Priest either. That was another one of them too. Wasn't it? You said That's today the, that Men in Black was too gory. I could only imagine. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. Didn't. Yeah, what did you think of Django? Django's border is it border? Because that was bloody. Yeah, yeah. It's All like right. cartoony bloody. Bloody well. is fairly okay. It's just like. Unless it oozes. Oh, okay. I don't like ooze. I live for your die hard. A really interesting idea. At this point, like John McClane's turning into Superman. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, What's this the coming one out of a like, tunnel and the helicopter with a yeah, tank? Yeah, get in the helicopter. I'm, I, can crash a, I can crash a helicopter by myself because yeah. I'm Bruce Willis. Yeah. yeah. It's almost the A-team, isn't it? But worse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, it's okay if I skip the directed video stuff because I'm assuming we probably haven't. If you see one that you know, go ahead and tell me. Yeah, I, I don't think any of us have. Well, I don't know. Liam watches a lot of crap, man. <laughs> Make an excellent point here. I haven't uh, seen Cop Out, but I think I know what that is. No, but that's not direct to video. You can see if it's direct to video in this third column here. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. yeah I see. Yeah. So, what just happened? I don't know. He played uh, himself. Can't be anything. Surrogates. Cop Out. Cop Out is Kevin Smith. Yes. I know that much. And Bruce Willis refused to do any publicity for it. Really? And they <laughs> fell out massively, he and Bruce Willis, over this. So, he, he copped out of that. He copped out of it, yeah. <laughs> The Expendables, uh, an uncredited cameo in the first one. I believe he was such a handful to deal with that he didn't get like brought back yeah, for future ones. He wanted more money. I think he's in the second he, one. He wanted. He, he eventually they say no to him. Yeah, maybe it's the second one. But yeah, he was so yeah. difficult that they're like we're not bringing him back again. 
But do you know what, right? The very first time I saw Expendables, that's what we wanted as kids. We wanted to see Arnie, Stallone, and Bruce Willis. Yeah, all basically, in a movie. it's like the action. It's like the action universe version of the MCU. Yeah. What if you got all these guys together in one movie? Because that was never going to happen back in the day. Never. In the eighties and early nineties, every never every happen. studio had their guy. Yeah. One studio had Arnie. Another studio had Sly. <laughs> another, and they were the guys made, who you channeled stuff through. They made references to them. Sure. Like last last action hero. Sure. You know, so but they never had them in the same movies, and so to see that blew my mind. Let's go with Red. Oh, what a movie! I love Red. Me what, too. What an what a little subtle hidden treasure. Helen Mirren with a gun. Helen what? Mirren's great. It's um, um John Malkovich. John Malkovich. Morgan Freeman. Yeah, Morgan Freeman. It's just wonderful. It's a great uh, little movie. A, a hidden little bonus is I was sitting there watching it the first time, and I paused it, and I went, "Hang on, like that's the Toronto Reference Library." <laughs> and I, I had just finished the year before doing my senior thesis uh, in uni, and it required me to go drive down to the Toronto Reference Library about, I don't know, 20 times. Yeah. And so I was familiar. Very familiar and, by and, sound and, of it. And my partner at the time was like, nah, it's, it's like a lot of I'm like, no, no, that is the Toronto Reference Library. I looked it up. Yeah, Toronto Reference Library. I was like, giddy up. Never once I was sitting there, I was like, this would make a great place for a movie, but I, I recognized it within seconds. I'm like, I know that layout. It's a bit like uh, a friend of mine. Um, he's in his 70s now. But back in the 70s, he worked in London. And there's a certain car park. He, uh, there was a TV show over here called The Sweeney. Yep. And uh, he was watching it with his wife. And he went, and we're talking only like 15, 10 years ago, 15 years ago. He was watching it with his wife, like reruns. Yep. And opening shot as this car park, but facing a wall. And he went to his wife. He went, that's the wall near Tesco's and around the corner and i worked there with the council and blah 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 and she yeah. went, derek stop stop talking rubbish <laughs> sure enough that pans out and it is that car park because he recognized the wall from the day and he was in the scene but a, a long shot really working on the road that's cool how cool is that um oh yeah we moved past that. It was it was a great uh, the idea of senior citizens kind of was, doing action. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and we didn't mention. Uh, oh, what's her name? Oh, I can't believe I've forgotten her name now. The female lead. She was in weeds. Oh, Helen Mirren. No, she was in weeds. I'm not seeing weeds. Oh, it's gonna bug me. Mary some, Louise some, that's Parker. it, Mary Louise Parker. Yeah. Ah, she might be a good ten, fifteen years older than me, but I, I, if you're out there, Miss. Miss Parker, I'd lo- let let's go get a meal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that with Michelle Pfeiffer, though. yeah, and Rene Russo. Rene Russo, yeah, uh, she had a ten year run that was amazing. Was. Uh, move forward to Lay the Favorite, Cold Light of Day, Moonrise mm, Kingdom. Nope, I've I I I enjoyed this. He plays like so. It's it's a Wes Anderson film. Warning for some people. Uh, you don't like Wes Anderson, Liam? No, that's Grand Budapest. Yeah. This is this is like right when he gets into his everything's going to be symmetrical and you know all that kind of stuff and basically two kids fall in love and they want to get off and go off and get married and Bruce Willis is like the police officer basically who needs to try and find them and I I think uh, one of them's one of the kids like Fra- uh, Francis McDormand is the mother so she's also like just hamming it up with Bill Murray the entire time it's very fun and like it, it's Wes Anderson it's just balls to the wall but bruce willis is great in it it's just him and ed, ed norton having a good old not time sure wes anderson and balls to the wall or <laughs> okay what well, i mean if like, anything just... if anything wes anderson shows a remarkable amount of constraint for his actors 
make a good point. There we go. It's it's very you know like I'm very. It's a very quirky film. It's a very Wes Anderson film. It it sows the seeds of Grand Budapest pretty well. Well, the polar opposite of that is probably The Expendables too. (laughs) Again, I I like these Expendables. Yeah, no. People, it's, it's got an audience, and I think they were, they were well received. Actually, I don't yeah. think it was schlock by any means. I was I watching think Harrison Ford's in this one. I was watching uh, Expendables two with uh, my stepson uh, back in the day, and um, I went, "Oh, I like this guy," and because there's like a, like different cameos, different people in there. There's a guy, I think there's a guy called Billy in it or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the young lad. I went, "Oh, I, I like him," and he looks at me and he goes, "You know the people that you like end up dying, right?" <laughs> Jokingly, and then sure enough, five minutes later, he dies. Yeah. I was like, "Come on, why?" Oh, it's Liam Hemsworth. And if you want any, if if you yeah. want to watch Expendables two here in the UK, you can get that on Netflix. It's on Netflix right now. Give it a watch. Oh, we should we should oh. uh, we should plug them <laughs> a lot. Yeah, I hear, the, I hear Netflix is yeah, name recognition something they're they're, they're lacking on. Actually, they're having a rough go. They're having a rough go. Looper. They need best film ever. (laughs) You're going to get a partnership with The film that causes The Last Jedi. Oh, is it really? Yeah, this is Ryan Johnson. Yeah, this is one of those ones that's on my list to watch. I just haven't got around to watching it. uh, What's this, Looper? Looper. I believe it's a time travel hitman who I believe the hits put on himself. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you spoiled it for me. I think that's... (laughs) You might. You're going to have to cut that. Oh, am I really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that was common knowledge. All right. No. Oh, well, no. I mean, what year is it? It's 2012. 2012. I got, I got you, you can yeah. keep it in. Keep it in. Yeah. Deal with it. It's been 10 years. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but no, it's it's um okay. It's um it's Bruce Willis from the past, played by uh, Joseph oh, Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and it's basically like the two of them meeting, and over time, you see how they like become each other. Like this is. It's pretty- a very cat and mouse. Are they each other? Movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is pretty. It's like Disney's the kid, except for uh, he's just a bit older. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's and, why and they like guns. When you told me when you were telling about the kid, I was like, "This sounds really yeah, familiar." Yeah. I was talking about Looper. I was like, "I've seen this." Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, nah, it's the. I, I think when you go on like like Netflix, there's like that autoplay preview for it. I think it's the yeah. scene where they discover that. <laughs> like is like the. Like, like, All right. That was like the massive part of that film. I guess it's it's kind of like the sixth sense thing now, where everyone kind of knows it going in. But yeah, yeah I, I think so. Yeah, uh, a good day to die hard because they're not going to stop making these. I guess I, I know Reverend Bruce is big on this. I didn't get this far. No. I got to four, and when I'm done, what's the one where he meets his son in Russia? I got this one. Oh, it's that one. Yeah, yeah I didn't like that. No. Uh, GI Joe Retaliation. Do you know what? I, oh, I've oh. not seen this one, but I've seen the first G.I. Joe. Because uh, that's got, what's her name in it? Don't know. Haven't seen it. I want to say Kate Beckinsale. Sounds plausible. Or Sienna Miller or someone maybe? like that. Okay. I can't remember. But I actually thought it was quite all right. That's just a throwaway movie. You know me. I do like a good throwaway movie. But I've not seen this one, so. Okay. Um, it's it's John M. Chu, like those films. He's like, now you see me too. Like they're always sort of just their summer films. Yeah, now you see me too wasn't very good. I like now you see me yeah. one. Didn't like it. Didn't care for now you see me too. Um, Red two. Ne- never got around to seeing that, even though I love Red one. Yeah, I don't know if I've seen that one. No. Uh, Sin City, a Dame to Kill for again. Did the first that. and hands in the second one. Yeah. Um, Dog shit. <laughs> okay, and yeah, then we're. Good. I'm going to skip all the director video ones, so wow, this is going to make our lot. list shorter. So Rock the Casbah, I didn't see that. No. Uh, Split. Uh, I, that barely counts. Like, 
Yeah. Uh, Death Wish. Uh, not seen it. Yeah, this is it's a, a remake, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's a remake. It's it's Eli Roth, so that means it's either going to uh, Vincent D'Onofrio is in this. I forgot about that. No, it, it, it's just let's see how violent we can be, and it was just it was unnecessarily controversial. It just was a bit violent. Glass. Uh, a frustrating film. Okay. A very frustrating. Film. I, I haven't seen Split, so I know what things tie into each other in the Shyamalana verse. But I uh, yeah. actually so, preferred this than the other two. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Because okay. it's like the third film in the uh, was yeah. it? It's kind of like a little, little mini trilogy he's made, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because the like the that's the thing. His thing in Split is just him go someone being like, "Isn't this crazy man like that one from years ago?" Like, yeah, his name was Glass, and then the film ends and people who haven't seen Unbreakable what the fuck's going on yeah it was a very frustrating film that was what like 18 19 years like wait and it was yeah fine um yeah that's the thing about about um Unbreakable was for me it was all about Sam Hill Jackson and it wasn't at all yep. about Bruce uh, Motherless Brooklyn oh sorry the Lego Movie 2 the second part not I've seen not that. seen the Lego Movie too. I've not. I've seen the, the first one. I haven't seen the second one. It's but you know, apparently, you know, like 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 Will Ferrell was very good in the first one. I thought. Yeah. So I yeah, like, I like Batman Lego. Yeah, Lego Batman That's was a good. Fun one. Yeah. Motherless Brooklyn by Frank. Yeah. Uh, should I play Frank Minna? No. no. Midnight in the Switchgrass. No. And then everything else is going to be direct to video because he he definitely. You know, the cynic would say he was going for a paycheck. It's kind of two things. Either he knows his time's up and he's going to cash out as much as he can, as far as his relevance as an actor, or has has his condition um, maybe um, had some issues with his decision-making. And he's just going for everything, which could explain why some directors found him being difficult to work with. Mm. For someone who's gone through COVID, those two years of COVID... I mean, that's... He got a lot done for... for a lot, isn't it? If you consider yeah. how little we got done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that is... So is Paradise City the, is rumoured to be the last thing that he's... Because he's got a lot here. It would strength. look currently as though it is going to be the last released film with Bruce Willis in it, for now, at the very least. I might get around to watching some of these one day, just to see. I go catch up on the uh, other ones first. Because he's been more yeah. prolific in the last five years than he has in his early days. All right. Yeah, if you look back. He did a bit of TV stuff. Like, he did that uh, Star Trek parody show, but apparently it's better than Star Trek. Oh, I need a pen here for a second. Um, oh, where's the pens gone? Can I borrow that pen over there for a minute? I put mine down somewhere. Thank you very much. I seem to do a, a, a list for our top ten. So other ones, um, Liam and Ethan, maybe for a couple seconds while I'm, I'm penciling this up. Um, can you think of anything that maybe you'd be interested in seeing that you haven't to this point? Um. Oh, it was the uh, Death Becomes Her. Sounds really, really you, fun you to should. watch. I, I need, I need to see that now after the way that you told me about that. I'm and not... also the kid, just out of curiousness, to see how similar it is to Looper. I might watch. Um, go back and watch uh, Mercury Rising and Twelve Monkeys. I might give Twelve Monkeys a go again because you know I lost interest and didn't really understand it. But nobody's fool. Yeah, I'm going to watch that again. Hi. 
Uh, let's talk about the top 10 lists that we asked everybody to submit. Uh, very curious to see kind of how these tie up with everybody uh, else. We'll start with the audience top 10 list. Uh, the BFE top 10 list includes us, and then the Patreon as a group gets lumped as though they were a fifth collective chair, just like everything else we do, and they'll get through there. It should be a fairly quick rundown, but we'll take a quick look here. So uh, in the number 10 spot, death becomes her for the audience. That's not bad. Wow. High person on the totem pole was Josh from your next favorite movie. Good luck. Having it second. Uh, we've talked plenty about all these films, so it'll be a yep. fairly quick go through here. Uh, ninth place, fitting in number, although I have no idea how it qualifies this high. The whole nine yards. The whole nine <laughs> yards. <laughs> no. I can't get my head around that. Yeah. In ninth place, uh, Meg. Uh, ranked at second. Thanks, Meg, um, for your vote. Um, Die Hard with a Vengeance takes home the number eight spot. I thought that'd be high, but okay. Uh, yeah, it didn't really get a lot of love. I think people were all in on on a different movie in that franchise and kind of maybe there's a lack of di- distinction. Maybe people don't, don't know the other ones as well. Everyone knows the first one, but maybe the other ones just because the names are all really yeah, all over the place. Maybe yeah. they, they can't place which one's which. Yeah. Because uh, I think that's low. Yeah, I do. I do, but that's eighth. Uh, top score uh, vote went to even the score of a second place vote. Um, Looper in the seventh spot. No. Nice. With third place votes from Chance Whitmore and Step Taylor. Thanks very much. Yeah. Uh, a little bit more from Chance and, uh, because we've got the number six vote going to uh, Unbreakable. Hmm. And Chance gave that a second place vote. So there we go. Um, 12 Monkeys in the fifth spot. Wow. Maps and Legends with a first place vote there. Yeah. The Six Cents in the four. Yeah, I knew it'd be high. Russell the Posty giving a number one vote. Hey, Russell. Uh, then it gets pretty big jumps from here. Uh, third and second are only a half point apart. Wow. Third place, The Fifth Element. Yeah, okay. good movie. Two Idiots and a Dog and Meg both giving them first place votes. <laughs> second place with 31 and a half points. Pulp Fiction. Yeah, of course. Uh, maybe one of those ones where the movie's being overrated compared to the, the is the performance that good? Okay, maybe you think yeah. yeah. I think I think the movie's getting maybe more the one for the movie yeah yeah. Um, but first place vote from Step Taylor yeah. And then remember it was thirty one for third, thirty one and a half for second yeah. In first place was sixty seven and a half points. Diehard, <laughs> the original diehard. Yes, yeah, y- yippee kaye, everybody. Well done, <laughs> well done on that one. So we'll take a look and see how ours at the BFE combined compared to that. So George didn't vote. Georgia said, I only know four movies. Okay. And therefore could not, she felt, um, submit a field. At least it's not five. She kind of feels it's not worth her doing. And I, I yeah, agree with yeah, that. Yeah, I agree. I agree, I agree with that. Yep. So in 10th place for us, matching the, the audience vote. Wow. Death becomes her. Yeah. Uh, votes from just me and you, buddy. Yeah. The old people. Yeah. Sorry. It's a lovely film. It is a lovely it's film. It's a lovely film. Uh, in ninth place, we went Die Hard 2, Die Harder. Ooh. Patreon went eighth place with it, if you add them all up. Yeah. I went third. Wow. I really like Die Hard yeah. 2. I was dying harder. I didn't even have my list. No, uh, no one else. Ethan didn't. You didn't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I do, I do like Die Hard 2. Yeah. I, I really like it. One. I've seen one and three. Yeah. That's the thing. I'd seen one and three and waited a long time on the second one. I really, I saw it. I went, this is great. Wow. You know. It's it's like you took. It's not as good as the first one. No, 
But if you like the first one, you're, you're really going to like the second yeah. one. Yeah. Because it's the same sort of model. It doesn't, it's not like it's two to three. Two to three is a big jump. Yeah, big, yeah. Jump, big, big jump. Um, number eight, then we go to Unbreakable. Mm-hmm. I didn't give it a vote. Everybody else did. Yeah. Uh, no. Fifth place vote from Ethan. Uh, seventh place vote from the Patreon, and you gave it a tenth place vote. Yeah. Yeah. It was a toss up between that and Pulp, um, pulp Fiction. Pulp, uh, Die Hard 2. For me, yeah. tenth place. Yeah, yeah, I hear you on that. I didn't really know which one to, and I and I said to you before I would have done something with uh, Look Who's Talking, but I thought just the voice. Mm. I'll say this much: I'm the only person to give Look Who's Talking a, uh, a vote. I was going, and to. it gave me a tenth place. I gave it a tenth place. I was it going, wasn't going to be, yeah, mine was going to be nine or ten. Yeah, it's not, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have placed. But I weren't sure whether yeah. you know being a voice. It was enough for me where I went. I still had a better time with that than I did with Unbreakable. Yeah. So yeah, uh, seventh place. Uh, Looper on the strength of a third place vote from Ethan and a sixth place vote from the Patreon. Cool. So, yeah, nice. Uh, sixth, we've got, uh, the fifth element. Yeah. Everybody but me again. So Ethan, ninth place vote, Liam, fifth place vote, Patreon, fourth place vote. Yeah. I like, I like fifth element. Yeah. Uh, in fifth place, die hard with a vengeance. Nice. Liam was highest with a third place vote. Uh, then we had me with a fifth place vote, Ethan with an eighth place vote, Patreon with a ninth place vote. Patreon, you got to start watching this and die to the vengeance. Yeah, it's a great film. It's a great little buddy movie. Yeah, fourth place uh, on a tie, and it loses the tie. Armageddon. Yeah, I like yeah. Armageddon. I went. I was the highest, all the way up at number two. Okay. Was wow. Four. It's a fun. You were fourth. Yeah, yeah. And Patreon went fifth. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's a really fun film. I do. And I think if you want to do older Bruce Willis, and he, like, I was good. He was stoic. He was, he had gravitas. I really liked it. I did. As ridiculous as it sounds, he's still an everyman, even though he's going up yeah. on an asteroid to drill. <laughs> yeah. As a millionaire. Yeah. He's still brilliant. Yeah. So there we go. Uh, so that was what I said. That was, that was fourth place. Fourth. Third place, I see dead people. The six cents. Nice. Uh, Ethan, first place vote. Yeah. Uh, I gave it a seventh. Mm-hmm. Patreon gave it a third. Mm. It's one of those ones that like carries well. It's going to appear on a lot of ballots. Yeah. So. Uh, second place. Uh, Pulpus Fictionis. Yeah. I, I, I figured one and two. Yeah. Uh, I gave it a fourth. You gave, uh, Ethan gave it a fourth. You gave it a second, Liam. And yeah. Patreon gave it a second. Yeah. So there we go. And then first place, of course, it's a good day to die hard. But I mean, it's just die hard. Die hard is the answer. Number one. Die hard seven. Uh, I gave it a first place vote. Everybody gave it a first place vote except for Ethan who went to. Yeah. Wow. So there we go. And I think exactly where we thought it was going to be. And it is the end of the day. The story of Bruce Willis is right where we started. It's the everyman overcoming the incredible odds to do the honorable thing. And a good man doesn't necessarily have to be the guy who does the right thing all the time, but he does the right thing when it's the right time to do the right thing. And that's the appeal of Bruce Willis. That scene in Die Hard when he's under the table and he's shooting him. He goes, you should have shot me. <laughs> and then he goes, thanks for the tip. Bang, 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 yeah. bang, bang. <laughs> so, I mean, you can't, you can't go wrong with a little Bruce Willis. You can't go wrong with a little Die Hard. No. So, with, and that have been a different movie if that had been um, Gibson or oh, it would, yeah. it would, Stallone. It would have just been another one. It would, wouldn't it? It would. 
He made it. What it he was. made it, and and, and, and uh, Alan Rickman. Yeah, those two as virtual unknowns on film. Yeah, on film. Yeah, uh, they took that and were, were able to make it something new rather than just a. Nut. It's like when you have like a, an album by a band. You know, bands typically do really well their first, second, third albums. Those yeah, are the yeah, good yeah. ones. And then you're like, please stop releasing records. I have the the, the, the twenty songs I've learned. Yeah, yeah, please stop now. And movies are the same. When you go look, what, what's your big first? Yeah, let's let's have that. Unless you're someone like a Keanu Reeves or a John Travolta. Yeah. Or maybe we should do a roundtable on John Travolta. I mean, oh, the guy's so diverse. Oh, you and I are never gonna. We're never gonna make it through our relationship talking about staying alive. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I, we all will get to. Uh, I love shit that movie. Battlefield Earth. But you know what, right, Battlefield? Ugh. Um, <laughs> I rewatched uh, Primary Second- Colors. I'll talk about that all day. Yeah, yeah. I um I rewatched um Saturday Night Fever the other night, and um. I forgot how dark that really was. Was it Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that involves, like, rape, suicide, almost. Yeah. And that's really dark. For a musical, I I was like, whoa, you know. I thought, my first thought was, this is not going to get by Georgia. (laughs) And I was like, maybe I should bring that one to the table. I, I think there's a scene in Pulp Fiction. Some of Pulp Fiction. There's a scene in that which might not make past yeah, Georgia. Yeah, I may have to warn her. Bruce Willis. Yeah. I may have to warn her about it's a it's a Bruce Willis. And yeah, yeah. He's in the scene. Yeah. He is. Yeah. He's not. He's not the worst off in the situation, but he's in the scene. Yeah. That's dead, baby. It's <laughs> pretty tough. Just before that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's it. If you've got an idea for who you would mind seeing us, I mean, I still think Nick Nicholas Cage because of yeah, uh, yeah. I, I want to see his film talent. first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see his film first, but we'll definitely put him on the docket in the short in the short term for yeah. someone else that you think we should be going for. If you have an idea for a theme, yeah, that a we theme could do. Yeah. yeah, you know, it could be a, it could be a time we've talked about like halves of decades, so nineteen ninety to nineteen ninety four, things like that. Mm. Uh, we've obviously done all sorts of romance genre based sort of stuff or time based stuff. Yeah. So let us know and, uh, we'll put a list up, but thank you to everybody. Thank you so much. Everybody yeah. who uh, participated. And of course, uh, that would include in this case, our fantastic Patreon backers who threw their names in the hat. Cheesy with a fish on a bike. Nate the Great, Andy Dixon, Hermes. Uh, Anthony and Davies, Dwayne Smith, Dwayne Smith. Uh, I'm trying to read my own writing here. Reverend Bruce and the <laughs> Yeetmeister. Yeah. Thanks a lot, folks, and thanks to our Patreon backers for supporting us so we can bring this stuff each and every week. Because we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. We wouldn't. It would be a lot harder anyway, that's for yeah. sure. Um, so thanks so much for helping us do what we like to do. Uh, if you want to be involved in that, if you want to know how your voice can help determine the real list, not the audience list, but the real list here, the BFE, yeah. patreon.com slash BFE. We kept it simple for you. Well, I know this is a big number. Mm. Do you think we'll reach 100,000? What, in general? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course we will. That's, that's, how, that's how math works. Yeah. Yeah, but that's a big number. My goal, my goal, I'm putting this on the universe right now. My goal is that we hit it by our next birthday. Really? We're about a month off the pace right now. Really? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I believe in us. Yeah. And that's, that's yeah. down to you guys out there listening to us. It is. For there, spreading the word. People yeah. saying, hey, do you know any podcasts? Saying, I got this great one in my back pocket here. Give us a listen. Seriously, I'm still astounded. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we, we've just crossed the 60 threshold not that long ago. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been it's been a good time. 
and it continues to be a good time. So thanks to everybody out there for, for listening. Thanks to those of you who are supporting. Yeah. Uh, it helps make our jobs, uh, a little bit easier to know that uh, to know that things are supporting. It's a little bit more than the three I thought we were going to. A little be. bit more than the three we thought. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I Thank you there. so much. Honestly, yeah. we, we we we're not more. We couldn't be more appreciative. Couldn't be oh, more yeah. appreciative. And so, I love being all around the world. I love all around the world. I I didn't think that would happen. Like nope. Egypt, really? Yeah, wow. I know, right? It blows my mind. When you said Pakistan Ghana, during um, yeah, Pakistan, yeah, wild. Yeah, it it's, it's it's crazy to think Philippines. someone's out there. I mean, we joke about it every week, but Sierra Leone, like, Sierra, yeah. in what world, in whatever situation, in whatever format, could we just sit here and have a conversation or have something that someone in Sierra Leone would pick up and go, "Y'all give it a listen." Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's outstanding. Blows my mind. Friendships we've made all around the world. Yeah, yeah, it's wild. Jay Salahi and that genuine friendships. I love him. Jay Salahi, yeah. uh, uh, Carlo, you know what I mean? Like people who've yeah, been on the yeah. show and engaged with us and had us on. Josh, I mean, I, I mean the problem with starting to name people is that eventually you stop naming people and someone's going to be like, oh, what about me? I mean, oh, it's, on, it's just incredible. Simon Callow. <laughs> Friend of the podcast. In what other world would I have had a conversation with Simon Callow? Amazing, isn't it? Emailed him to say thank you and had him go, I had fun. Yeah. I'm like, wow. And to reenact a scene yeah. from Doctor Who. Like, oh, it it may it it brings a tear. Simon Callow is 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 my high watermark to this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, to, to anybody else who we've had on, we've had. I mean, uh, Norman Kent. Yeah, aerial cinematographer, right? Yeah, like, brilliant. brilliant. After after eighty two, like after eighty two, after eighty two, and um, oh, I just want to make sure I don't mess. Is it is it Jonathan Banks? Yes. Is it right? Is it Banks? I think so. Okay. Um, yeah, I had a conversation. Sorry if, we, sorry, if you have sorry, sorry if I have got it wrong, but the conversation there and had a conversation not, not long ago as well. And, yeah. uh, and people, all the short, film people, all the short well. film people, yeah. like, yeah, just, just situations where we, we found ourselves very lucky. Sean Prasad. Yeah. In, in the Oscar winning mank. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So all those situations, Jason Lahey, who's been within arm's reach of Sam Raimi one week and someone else the next, like, you know, Amazing. and he's always so lovely. He's always so lovely. Yeah. And so that's even on top of our, our just general listenership out there who get in contact with us. Um, we're generally touched. By thanks. I, I don't, I don't yeah. we, we were accredited for the Norwich film festival this year. Uh, didn't get a chance to use it as much just cause it was bit, unfortunately timing wasn't right. Yeah. But it was but amazing still. to think we had me- mm. legitimate media credentials. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Blows my mind. Yeah. So if you want to be out there and you got any ideas, um, yeah. for a real roundtable or stuff in general, we're, we're, we're really quite receptive to hearing what people think we should be doing more of, less of, all that sort of stuff, uh, at best film of her pod on Twitter, the easiest way to get a hold of us. Well, first, some people. Oh, me. <laughs> not, not me. And then I'll, I'll share it with the, with, with the rest of the group. I do try, though, just so anybody's listening. I do try. I can't always find back on how I find things, and I do sometimes like things, and I try. I can't even reply anymore. How do you do that? Yeah, I don't know. If I spoiled Looper for anybody, sorry about that. Like you said, <laughs> it's, it's been a it's decade. Been a while. It's been, it's a, been while. a decade. I think we're okay. Hey, you ruined it for me, man. Uh, well, <laughs> what do you ruin for me? I'm not going to say it again out loud here. Wasn't the others? The hours? The the woman Nicole Kidman in the house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the others. Yeah. Oh. Sorry. Someone sorry. ruined it worse than you did for oh. me. No, you're all right. You did it to a certain degree, and then I watched something else and just ruined it completely. I went, well, thanks for that. <laughs> Jeez. So. Um, you won't get them hours back? No, I'll get those hours back. <laughs> 
I'm just kidding around. Uh, <laughs> so uh, please catch us yeah, next time. Whenever this comes out, I don't know if this is Friday. I don't know if this is uh, a week Friday from when we record this. So we might have, we might be coming up on Pan's Labyrinth. We might have just done Pan's Labyrinth, but uh, you will know and uh, catch whatever we got coming up on the BFE. I mean, yeah. we're, uh, we're not hard to find, I think. No. no. Yeah. So, people, people keep um, coming up to me in the street and go, You're the podcast. I've really? had two people come up to me. Yeah. I've had none of that. Have you not? No. I had Russell the Posty thinking that he recognized me and not come up and saying hi. Oh, <laughs> you should have done Russell. I'm going to wear my, I'm just going to wear my, my merch shirt everywhere I go now. Yeah, yeah. We should sign me up with him. We should. We should. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so um, let's just put a bow on this, shall we? We should. Yeah. So uh, thanks for joining us. Please check out whatever we got coming down the pipe. Uh, at some point, Ethan, and I will probably start talking about Doctor Who even again at some point. Yeah. Who knows? Some are starting, so I'll be free. Excellent, excellent. We'll just sat- oversaturate the market with some <laughs> Doctor Who love. <laughs> it's not like the BBC are promoting current Doctor Who. Yeah, that's fair enough. So for best film ever, I've been Ethan. I've been Liam. And I've been Ethan. And let's put a bow on this. We'll catch you on the flippity flop. Yippee Kaye, motherfucker.